0: Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling, where you get your soul fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are talking about manipulating the mind. (laughs) And this topic is from our topic queen, Kobe, We came across a video by Dana Chanel. Yes. So if you could just break it down for us a little bit to tell the soulmates what we talking about. Yes.
1: So she is reading God Moments for Women. She went on this rant about attention, and it's called Attention Ladies Don't Use the Tool of Guilt as a Weapon. Mm. And okay. the excerpt she read said, There is a sneaky little tool that some women use very masterfully to get others to do what they want. That tool is guilt. Mm. Yes, some of us are pros at making just the right comment that will stab a knife of guilt into the heart of a friend, family member, or coworker. Guilt is powerful because it lays in the mind and heart and is not easy to ignore. It also has a repeating value because just a word here or there can reactivate the guilt. Mm. Of course, there are major negatives that go with this tool. Guilt destroys relationships. Guilt can actually make people sick. And the biggest negative of all, guilt is not God's way of doing things. His word suggests more honest and open communication between people. Communication that speaks love, forgive forgiveness, and care between people. And then it's a little quote that says guilt, the gift that keeps on giving.
0: What does it? Guilt can have guilt is literally like I didn't have never thought about it as an actual emotion because also like guilt and regret kind of go kind of hand in hand yes. because it's like damn i wish i wouldn't have done that exactly. and that really does
1: can, tear you up inside. oh my god and so then think about when you're on the opposite end of that and you know hmm. that if you just say something or you know, hmm. react a certain way how it can make someone feel guilty and in turn make them do what you want to do hmm. right And I was just like, wow, wow, I've done that. Like, I was (laughs) sitting there watching her, you know, going this rant about, you know, how she used to, you know, in the past, she was dating and how she used to, you know, play on people's fears or whatever, you know, things that they did wrong and how she used to manipulate men. And she said she's seen it in
2: marriages
1: and Mm -hmm. she's even done it in hers. And she was just like, you know, this is a eye opening moment. Mm -hmm. And it was for me too. Ooh, can we get
2: examples? <laughs> <laughs> yes!
1: Oh my gosh! Okay, y'all. So for me, the biggest one is really money. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain. <laughs> explain, please. Like, I might have the money for mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. and I, you know, will. You know, might manipulate my mom into paying for something for me. Maybe it's my nails or, you know, food or something. And um, I might even do the same for Kyle. Um, like, our situ- my situation is all my money kind of goes to most of my expenses um student loans car note you know phone bill all those things he doesn't pay that mm-hmm. so a lot of times I kind of guilt him in that way I'm okay, like you, you know, know I got damn these bills. Okay, exactly <laughs> no but seriously I do I'm like you know what I just paid this I just paid that you know and I really might have the money in my account mm-hmm. but I just don't want to spend That's my so money like that money needs to go and <laughs> exactly so I'm just like you know, I just, it's a certain way that I do it, but I guilt mm-hmm. him into, you mm-hmm. know, paying for meals or, you know, paying for whatever we might want to do, you know, right. or taking his car. Like, maybe I don't want to drive. and I'm like, no, you drive. No. <laughs> mm-hmm. real. So, yeah.
0: Ooh. So this really did. Those are just
1: small ways. So there are like probably some deeper ones, but that's just, it starts there. I feel like you st- you start in those little situations where you, like, manipulate like people to be like, Ooh, okay, I see. That was easy. Mm-hmm. And then it translates over into bigger things. Right.
0: And I think, like, also, um, this manipulation with guilt especially mm-hmm. Um kind of stems from for in my case if i uh, I really't be doing that but in my case <laughs> I, and I'll tell y'all I will tell you all i did do it today on accident but, uh, <laughs> so I really don't be doing that but I' be doing that the same time. but um let me see in the past I when I saw that like there have been times when, with my ex-boyfriend where I was just like I I think that guilt Uh, the manipulation the manipulation using guilt really stems from a sense of entitlement yeah at least that's where mine came from because i remember in the thinking back and that's why i always say like if i needed to change anything what i learned from my past relationship is that i need to be more thoughtful because it wasn't even the fact that i was trying to guilt him into doing anything maybe maybe i was but it was because i felt entitled like like, you supposed to be doing this for me like i got the I oh took the bus God. all the way out here and not realizing like this man works <laughs> all the time he's paying yes. his way through everything Same. I yes. have it really good and I didn't think about you know what he was going his through situation. I didn't, I didn't yeah. see yeah. the severity of mm-hmm. it because it was mm-hmm. such a normal for him and such a normal for me to see him yes. working and stuff like that I was like you got money I ain't got my hand at but I don't know it was a sense of entitlement that looking back I was like damn I really wish I would appreciate it appreciated that what he did for me in the past and so yeah. I, and looking back I do be kind of like Ooh, now I feel guilty because I'm like damn you know I really wish that I wasn't feeling so entitled in that way because we know there's a good entitlement on that other podcast that we did that I forgot the name of <laughs> but yeah
2: no, that's that's so true that you said that because mm-hmm. when I think back, we're not even I don't have to think back. When I think about like just recently, I found myself doing something very, very similar to that, far along the lines of you know using your entitlement just based on how you were raised or how right. you were brought up. So to you, it seems like a norm, but when you are projecting that norm on another person, mm-hmm. it's like you're guilting them into thinking you know this is the right way. So, yes. for instance. Uh, when it comes to saving or, like, money management, I would, like, guilt Jarvis, in a sense, into feeling like you're supposed to be more responsible with your money. Like, you're the man. You're mm-hmm. supposed to, like, be the lead and all these things like that. But it's just like, okay, you were raised with in, a, in an environment where this was a norm. So, mm-hmm. of course, to you, this is a norm. So, why are you making me feel guilty about it? And I think mm-hmm. it kind of... Um, it touches on this this Instagram video that I had sent y'all, where um, the lady she was breaking down like the best thing you can do for oh, your man yeah. is not make him feel guilty sure. about his inadequacies, <laughs> but instead you know encourage him so that he can <laughs> get to hard. where you want him to be. And like right. it, it, do get hard sometimes because you know you you know well I'm gonna just talk about me for, per se. It's like I know it's so easy to achieve this goal, so to see, so to speak so I'm just like, if you just do A, B, and C, you'll get the results, D, E, element of P. And so I'm just like, okay, just do that. Like, just discipline yourself in the don't eat out, like, and boom, bam, boom, realizing that my ass used to struggle with the same um, financial, like, one of blow money on food, eating out after time and time and time, after time and time again. But it's like realizing that everyone is going to go through their own their own experiences where we're learning. We're learning. And so not guilting people through their experiences, but, like, helping them through their experiences so that, you know, they can get out and get to where they eventually want to be. But, yeah, I've definitely found myself especially in in that aspect.
1: And that's the biggest thing. Like, instead of letting them make the decision to do whatever it is that we think that they should do, we're, like, making the decision – for them, mm. and that's really what it is. Like I just think about even times where I, I was just like, I don't want to drive over there. I want to see him. I want to hang out with him. And I just might be like, you know, always I came over there. You know, this day, this day, this day. You know, I did this today. You know, mm-hmm. and guilting him into coming over to see me versus me driving over to see mm-hmm. him. Yeah. Um, I mean, it can work in even a coworker space. You know, knowing where. It's like okay, I know. But we do this all the time, no. just, bro, <laughs> You know, like well, well I motivate people exactly. You just know certain things. You like okay, if I move like this, that's gonna make them end up, mm-hmm. you know, doing this. I did the lesson plan last
2: week, so uh, really? I and stayed up all night. All we I was the night. So how you know? Turn to do it. Y'all come ahead and take care of
0: that. And you know what? That's funny. Because we, like I was saying, we do that at my job a lot. There's four of us on the social media team and so we always have to go to different schools to like get video and social media and like sometimes i know the schools that i like to go to but there's some schools that are far out and i'm like uh, i know. so today we were supposed to go to this school and and we were like um i was like this one one of the co-workers was like i already been three times like i've been one time i was like i've been one time too and everybody's just staring at each other like but the funny thing about it i think the fact what eases it and i think that will help in any situation to neglect from the guilt it's just simply we all at the end of the day knew the truth that none yes. of us wanted to go mm. and so we made the declaration like they probably ain't really we don't need to do, to go so we yes. just made the decision that was best for all of us that we're not going and i'm just thinking about the situation with like oh man like you don't want to drive because Whatever it is, but if we are just like honest, like, you know what, I really yeah. don't wanna drive mm-hmm. and Kyle of maybe like, well, I don't give a damn. <laughs> Bring exactly. your ass.
2: Still, come on. <laughs> I,
1: like I know this is exactly
2: what it's gonna like, Really?
1: You know, so you don't wanna come see me? That's basically what yeah, you right, said. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you know, we
0: gotta, just, you know, shake it to the throat and be like, you know, you know, I think it's more so looking at being better at putting yourself in other people's shoes to understand their perspective so that you know you know you don't want to be guilted into anything you know you don't like that feeling so also look at like even though you might be feeling or telling the truth within that guilt but also putting yourself in their shoes to see how you could best express how you're really feeling because sometimes like you can make someone feel guilty on accident just by telling them the truth. Man. And I, I think there's a fine line between the manipulation guilt and the guilt that comes along with hearing the truth. Mm-hmm. And so it's just like, I don't know, I'm asking y'all, how do you navigate that? Situ- those two different nuances? Because there's a fine line, because I can tell you the truth, and now you hurt your feelings, sir. And I'm, <laughs>
1: and I'm like, sir, it's the truth. <laughs> So, you're asking how do we manage those situations? Yeah. So,
0: like, because I know there's even times where it's just, like, sometimes people don't even say anything because they don't want to make someone feel guilty mm-hmm. as well. And so, do you know the fine line between you're, you're guilting someone into <clears throat> manipulation or you're accidentally guilting them because you're just expressing how you feel?
1: No, I do. Mm-hmm. I know the difference. And I tend to <laughs> not... It just depends. It Mm -hmm. depends. Sometimes I don't say something because I'm like, you know what? I don't even want this to be an argument or I don't even Mm. want this to go left because I just know how some people might take it. And I'm just like, you know what? Just forget it. But then also, like, I've learned to, I'm a big analyzer, y'all. Yes. I analyze people, (laughs) I understand what motivates them and what is going to get a reaction Mm -hmm. out of them. And so I do I play with that sometimes. I do I play mind games and I have to stop. I do I have to stop <laughs> <laughs> Write a book. I do. <laughs> teach me.
0: <You're> right. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. Ooh. But why why is this something that's like I honestly could tell that like that video really did like it struck a chord with you? Why is it something that you just feel like this is something cause I don't see you like, but <laughs> Not
1: us, at least. No, but um. So
0: what? C- what's that thing that's like? Damn.
1: It's 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 also a guilt within me because I know, in a way, I it's hard to say because you know you have to be honest with yourself. But it's because I know, like I do, I understand in a way how I can just make situations all about me and it's all about how can i benefit or how can i um come out of a situation it's all about me like i and i know that i want to be better than that so it's just like when i saw that i was just like okay Mm -hmm. all right jasmine you have to be better and because sometimes you can do it in a way where it's not even noticed. Mm-hmm. Where, pe- where you like, I don't notice, I don't know. <laughs> like, do but it's like, time. but I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am this way. <laughs> 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 and that's the thing, you, like, when you become so good at it, when people don't even know, like, that's a problem. Right.
2: Yeah. That's, that's, that's deep. That's and so deep. it's
1: like, I know that, and I'm like, okay, I have to, and like you said, it's a communication thing, and that's really. Where it boils down to. Sometimes I don't want to have those difficult conversations Mm. or do those or say those difficult things. So I might, you know. Just kind of like a shortcut. Exactly. Exactly.
0: In in the end, knowing that that shortcut, like we said in the last podcast, a shortcut just takes longer to get what you really want. I mean, it might be good for the moment, but then at the end of the day, full circle, you haven't even talked
1: about what's really
0: going on a, yes mm-hmm. yes but we did talk about manipulation being doesn't always have to be like um <laughs> um relationship it could be like intimate relationship it could be mother to daughter daughter to mother friend to friend and um ah <laughs> the funny thing is though and i talk about the truth thing because one of my co-workers today she was just like, um, she was like, oh damn, I'm gonna, I want to cancel on this guy. She was going to the museum with, mm-hmm. and I was like, well, how are you gonna cancel on this guy? Like, I, I didn't mean, I, I didn't know I was being like guilty to her. I was like, how would you feel if this guy canceled <laughs> on you? Don't you hate when people, um, you know, cancel plans? And then I was thinking, I was like, damn, like, I was like, but you know,
2: if you really feel. <laughs> In your heart that you don't want to go, don't go. And
0: she's like, "No, well, maybe I'll just do this." I was like, "Okay." And I was like, "Honestly, I'm probably just living vicariously through you because I I want to go on a date in the at the museum." I was right. like, "If you have this uh, a cool opportunity to go on a date, I can let me <laughs> live through you, sis?" But um, but then I was like, "Damn, I don't know." Let me just. I'm like, "Why do I care so much about what you have to do after work?" But I was just like, "Dang, I don't know why." But I was like but i think it was also the truth like yeah. knowing like, the person that she, she is, is she hates when things are changed mm-hmm. um, she hates flaky people and things of that nature so i'm like <laughs> i don't know what i was doing i don't know what i was talking about but i was just thinking it was funny that's what i was talking about earlier today i was like i actually
1: did do that earlier today yeah. <laughs> um, but that's a technique it yeah. is to be like you no know, but if you don't want to, you know, you don't have to. You always yeah, to have you that know. disclosure. Yeah.
0: That, what's it called? Disclaimer. I keep saying disclosure. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. Look. <laughs> I feel like it's a little deeper for Kobe. I feel like she ain't telling us something. Right?
2: What is it? No. But have y'all ever been
0: manipulated or feeling felt guilt guilted into doing something? Definitely. And so how did that play out?
2: I can honestly say that. I have been more on the being manipulated because I don't know, I'm not trying to make myself seem like i I'm just this holier than thou person, but I feel like I was so naive because my heart was just like, my guards are were always down. And like, I'm always thinking like, how can I help you? Like, how can I help you? And so a lot of times I would find myself in situations where um whether that was relationships or uh co-worker friendships like just going out of my way like oh um do you think you can do this even though I know I need the, these resources but if someone asks me for it I'm like oh yeah sure I'll just make a way out of it I'll figure another way um another way to make ends meet so to speak and not, you know, even think twice because I know that you need help. So I'm like, okay, I'll help you, no problem. And then I'll look down or look around, like you know what? I'm left without. And I'm like, wait a minute, why is this? And I'm when I get when I find myself wanting to get mad, I'm like, but wait, they didn't make me give these, give them anything. I could easily said no at any given time. And so this, and we we briefly touched on this. I don't know if this was in the live show or or I don't know or this was on the 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 truck podcast. I mean, truck cast, yes, Mm -hmm. truck cast. And so, and they were and and we got on the topic where we were talking about um, women should not use men as um, putting them in the friend zone. And I was like, I don't believe in that. And so, this is just my take on it. I don't think women should be considered the bad guys when they friend zone a guy knowing that they don't have intentions just like i don't think on the flip side i don't feel like the man should be labeled as the bad guy if he's cheating on the woman it's their because choice because, yes because every the person that's getting cheated on or the person that's getting left in the friend zone has the now if per, the person cheats on you once the person friend zones you one a month or two or however long you still have that choice to continue to stay in the friend zone you still have that choice to stay in an unhealthy situation where you're being cheated on at any given time you could walk away and so i'm saying that to say i was in a very unhealthy situation for several years where the guy was serial cheating on me and like and just putting me in very unhealthy situations that i could have easily well not easily but i could have walked away from it any given time when I look back now and so I was yes I was being manipulated or guilted into staying every time I would try to leave but I could have walked away with so many red flags so many times where I could have said okay this is not healthy for me this is not empowering me I'm clearly not growing out of this situation I should be leaving out of the situation you know so I feel like when you are being guilted into things Pay attention to your vibrations. Pay attention to your emotions. How do you feel when this person asks something from you? How do you feel? Or do you feel drained and leeched every time they ask something from you? Or do you feel like I genuinely want to do this and after it's done, you don't have any like, oh, well, I did all this for you, so you should do this for me type deal. If it's that, then it's clearly a guilt, a guilty, a guilty manipulative situation
0: i have a question so with that situationship um because you you are being manipulated but my question is because a lot of times we, we oh i always say this mm-hmm. it's like you know you know when a guy really really likes you want to be with you mm-hmm. and like essentially make you his for real girl mm-hmm. one day for real marry you and like we know those those type of guys so but i know with him i'm sure he made it seem that way as well but did you kind of know deep down inside Mm. or were you just like allowing yourself to be manipulated and kind of just blocking
2: the red flags okay so i think it was a combination of both so it was always you know very intellectual conversation stimulation was like always there like I could always talk I feel like I could talk to this person about everything and anything so it was like it was almost like a breadcrumbing situation like oh we could I could see a future with you like I could see but I don't it wasn't I'm gonna start a future with you I want to start a future with you I was like I could always see us we, I think we would always say things like, "I could always see us being very happy together, or yes. being very." We would have beautiful kids, like just well, putting the things one like, that "Yes, kids. we would." But, but they know the like, things to say
1: to get you to be like, oh, okay, "Yes," like
2: and then next thing you know, I'm like, "I'm just feeding into that." Yes. But Then, at the same token, it was clear telltale signs that oh if the other token i don't really believe in relationships i don't believe in in marriage i don't believe in so it was just like when i look back it was always you know it was always an impossible situation and then to answer your other question did you always know that this wasn't the situation that i wanted i wore a a relationship that i knew would grow into something i always knew like (laughs) i even i and i and i I, this why i get so angry at myself because i'm like I knew that I would never want to take this person home to my to my family and, and present them to as the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. But then at the wow. same token, I wasn't thinking about spending the rest of my life with someone at that time because I was like 21 so yeah. or 23 or something like that. So I was like, I wasn't thinking about that that deep into my future at that time. Like, oh, I'm looking for a husband. But I know that yeah. I was like, I wanted that, I just wanted the perks that came with, you know, being with this person, but I did not want a future with that person, if that makes sense. But I knew I didn't like the way that they were treating me at the same time. So you say
0: like the perks of being with that person, so did you essentially really want to be with that person for forever? Or did you just like having someone who's like a cuddle person? Like someone to talk to, someone to be there, someone to be your person? Or did you just really think that maybe in the long run, hopefully I'll be together forever?
2: I did. I did think that one day we would be together forever. But then every time I would try to think that far into it, I would also tell myself, like, I I know I would never genuinely be able to trust you. Mm -hmm. And I know I would never really be at peace. And I feel like I would have to look like you know I would, it would just be a very stressful situation on my piece like having a check and having trust issues and just like would you do to me what you're doing to me if we were to make it official so mm-hmm. I was I was always on edge with that so that was one of the things like you know this would probably never work because the trust has been ruptured and I would always still feel like you would do something to hurt me so you know.
0: I was just asking that question because I feel like a lot of women, you know, they stay in relationships because they are being manipulated. Mm -hmm. They are being told, oh, look, our kids would be so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I could see this. I could see that. Yet the actions don't line up. And it's just like you and you are an example of, like, what it is after you leave that manipulation. Mm you finding real true love you found trust in a person someone you you know will not hurt you at least you feel that way mm-hmm. and someone you know who wants to be with you forever and so I just feel like it's very important because I think a lot of women or in man don't know that like outside of this manipulation and you know if something is wrong know that if you let that person go that there will be another mm-hmm. person who's going to give you exactly what Everything yes. that you need. Even though that person, those stimulating conversations <laughs> could have you trapped because you're a sapiosexual. You are, <laughs> you love uh, uh, intellectual men that has long, deep conversations and things like that. Because I am the same way. But, um, you know, and we think that we can't get, get any better than that. But yes, that's re- what
2: it is. Yeah. Because I honestly thought that mm-hmm. I would never find anyone that could love me with well, what I thought was love love me the way that this person did and i was just like really caught up on the idea like we'll work it out and i and for a long time and i kind of didn't answer this part of the question for a long time i really thought that he was gonna get his stuff together Mm -hmm. and this would be my favorite person yeah and that's and because i had that idea in my mind it blocked me from even ever seeking to open up to another person so i Mm -hmm. literally had to wing myself off of them find who I was, love who I was as a woman, and re-put the pieces back together and then really put myself back on the market. And this was like a three year process. And so it wasn't like an over the night thing, but eventually after being manipulated so long and, 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 and it was just very, very unhealthy, as a toxic situation. But once you get out of that toxicity, you you kind of crave that, that thing. It's a, it's like, although I knew this person wasn't for me, I knew this person had no intentions. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought that they did have intentions because every time, you know, I would try to leave, he would they hurt himself you. to yes. like make me say, like the song say it yes. was just that. Like it was the full blown everything, but it was just like, would I truly be at peace? Mm. Could we truly be at peace together? And answering that even then i knew it knew better but i still wasn't able to do better right off the rip if it even make if that makes sense
0: and another thing like another emotion we were talking about earlier is regret and so i'm like almost excited because a lot of times people look back and it's like why did i allow myself to be in that situation and things of that mm-hmm. nature but it's just sometimes it's necessary as long That's as you true. don't stay there it's necessary yes. to learn those
2: those things. I wouldn't say go seeking a toxic relationship. To oh, say, absolutely I need not. to learn my lesson. Mm-hmm. But if you are in one, um, still do your best to get out of the chat. <laughs> but you will find once you're out of the situation, that's where all the learning and the growing and the blessings come. But while you're there in the situation, it's not doing anything for your vibration. It mm-hmm. only benefits you once you leave it and leave it behind you.
0: Yeah, I agree. <laughs>
2: And for me, you know, it was in a similar situation,
1: and it was always like, when okay, when I'm with this person, it feels good. They're telling me, you know, these things, and I'm, a, it makes me happy. But then when it was like in my quiet time, my time alone, and I was like really reflecting and thinking about it, I'm just like, some, you know, it's just like that. You know, is he thinking about me? Like I'm thinking about him. Is he doing? You know, is he really where he said he is? He, you know, those thoughts. And then you really, like, that fogginess starts to wear off. And you're like, okay, wait. mm Yes. And then you get roped back in. And then it's like, okay. Yes. And
0: if we could talk about sex for a second. Yeah. Um, or just, yeah, let's talk about sex. So um, there's this um, program that, that, that we have. It. It might be the Look, maybe the besides. right? But this is the reason why I'm bringing this up. Um, we have a program at the company I work for, and we go out and teach about healthy relationships. And so they do this exercise where they have um, this this can of water, a see through, you can see, and they put glitter in it. And so they stir it up, like, the glitter, and it's all swirly, and it's so pretty and mesmerizing. And they're saying, this is your emotions when you first meet someone where you're, like, all in love, and you're like, oh, this guy's perfect. This girl's perfect. She's fine. she got tight. She, she's everything. But and then after a while, the glitter starts to settle at the bottom, and you can see through the water clearly. And so what they say to the students is, you have to let the fogginess that all glittery feeling inside, like, ooh, it's me perfect and everything. Let it settle and really get to know a person. Let them show you your their actions before taking a step like being in a relationship or even more to me, like having sex with that person because that can even glamorize got that glitter back up can't see nothing because the dick is all good <laughs> but um so it's just like i am be funny, but like just take your time before getting into those things that can get you attached even more you know mm-hmm. getting into a relationship having sex you know and i don't i can't think of anything else because it's like it's on my mind but um (laughs) um,
2: starting businesses
0: yeah starting businesses. person linking yourself to that person um Mm. because if you finally do let the glitter settle and you can see Mm. clearly Mm -hmm. you will be able to let go easier or say this is not for me or walk away and so that manipulation is all up in that glitter sometimes because a person really can't put on a good ass show at the beginning (laughs) and um and Kind of like lie to you and they hear tell you everything you want to hear and stuff like that, but really mm-hmm. focus and have the sermon, pray for the sermon, and let that um, yes. that glitter die down. Mm-hmm. But it's something, and so uh, and and going to be times when when that glitter dies down, you see clearly and you see clearly that that is your soulmate and that's the person you want to be with for the rest of your life. Absolutely. You have trust in that person um, and. It's great. So it could go either way. And then you can have sex with that person, get married (laughs) to that person, you can do whatever. But um, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Definitely wait to the glitter and the glam. That is a good thing because scientifically proven, it is proven that the first two years of a relationship is where you are at an all-time high of the chemical of oxytocin. And that's the love hormone, like love is a drug type deal. I'm ready to run through this brick wow with you type deal. Love. And so once that emotion settles, and they say it typically settles after year two, this is when, you know, it was cute at first when they <laughs> took a bite out or a sip of your juice or a bite out of your food. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, go get your own food. Don't be sipping my juice. Mm-hmm. Stage wears off. And then it's like, now you can truly truly you're choosing to love a person you're you're deciding to choose each and every each person every single day and i just think it's a beautiful thing when a person chooses to love you instead of only loving you because of the the physical because of the the i don't want to call it superficial but just the the things that will fade over time because yeah. you may not have it all together for the rest of your life or you may not be Snatch for the rest of your life, and you may not be 100% for the rest of your life, but through those highs, through those lows, whenever you do go down, that you can truly, the time will tell. And this, I think, this is what they mean when they say that time will tell if that person really is there for you, if they choose to be there with you through it all. They're not just. Wow angry about something you did to them or said to them and they gonna pack up and go or there is something that you 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 lack so they're gonna go so it's just like of course with parameters as well because I don't believe you know you should get in a relationship and just let yourself go and then expect you supposed to be here with me so definitely part mm-hmm. like soul feeling you know. said that you ain't my soulmate That's <laughs> you, no, you no, no, me no. At no,
0: 750 pounds. <laughs>
2: No, 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 I'm not that. I, I still think together you're supposed to strive to be your best selves throughout your journey, but mm, realizing that you will have hiccups in your journey. And in yeah. those hiccups, when the glitter fades and everything ain't as glamalicious as it as it once was when we first started this thing and all the emotional high there is like i'm still gonna be there for you until we get back to that emotional high or until we, because i don't think you know you're gonna get to the two-year point and then you can never ever get to that glam again because they're that and that was what they were talking about in the book and i can't remember what it, the book was called but i know they, they did hit on it in the five love, love languages but basically to continuously spark that oxytocin that's which that's why that's what you're seeking for throughout your partnership to have like those, those, those. it's like you're seeking a high and you constantly do that by constantly courting that person, constantly going on dates, doing the things that actually made y'all fall in love in the first place. And so don't forget the things that, that made you win that person over. Don't forget the things that made you fall in love with that person in the first place. So continue doing that. Even when y'all are in the relationship, for hundreds of years to come and then of course you will still have those glittery moments but not you know packing up your bags and going Wednesday, one thing to to that you don't like
0: it's funny that you said that because i was talking to one of my co-workers uh he's one of the older guys who works at our job and he was just talking about him and his wife and you know what they've been through they like they've been time where they hate each other like they've been you know they've been ups and downs they've been together since they were teenagers Mm -hmm. and so i was asking them because you know there are times where that glitter glittery feeling may go away and he he was just saying that and um and he's like but we always get back and i had to ask him i was like okay because i need to take down some notes (laughs) you know because you know, the divorce is so prevalent in our time. It seems like the easy way out. And I know that mm-hmm. our soulmates don't want to get divorced. We don't want to get divorced. And so I was like, so how did y'all, with those down moments, how did y'all get back mm-hmm. to where y'all were supposed to be? And he was just saying, like you like you were saying, doing those same things that make for those glitter, glittery moments. But also, it's, it has to be a work. And, mm-hmm. and work between both you and that other person and i kind of yeah. make me people like going back to our other podcast when we were talking about the post with green eye soul mm-hmm. where she was saying that sometimes he meets me 80 when i'm 20 percent mm-hmm. and you know it could get a little hard if you feel like someone's not um trying with you
1: yeah. and
0: um i don't know i just think like it has to be a very consistent thing For if you're in a relationship to really work on growing each and every day so you don't fall to that 20%. Mm. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because it really does take two people trying at the same time. But to have someone, if you kind of one day, if one day you fall to that 20%, that they're able to go after you, that 80%, and you do the same for them, vice versa. And I think with this whole guilt thing and guilting people thing and like we were saying that really manipulation thing really stems from us not really saying how we truly feel mm. it's just like we just gotta get better at communicating exactly what we want and that's mm. not only in I don't want to say um when I say intimate relationships like significant other relationships that's literally
1: mm.
0: in everything everything like co-worker relationships um, mother-daughter relationships father-son relationships um i think what holds us back more than anything is that we're just so scared to talk um mm-hmm. to communicate our feelings and to say exactly what we want you know we kind of like try to we know what we want but we try to fit it into where we damn near manipulate ourselves to mm-hmm. try to fit it into <laughs> what we yeah. want into what they want yeah you know? instead yeah, of just fine. saying this is what i want and just waiting to hear their response
2: mm-hmm. instead we're trying to
0: like cultivate the best like response that we're trying to say so that they're good mm. yeah but yeah
1: and just going back to um, that post where it was saying um, I don't know, his words suggest more honest and open communication between uh, people communication that speaks love forgiveness and care between people and um y'all are right
2: Mm-hmm. that's what,
1: that's really what it's
2: all about and you're right it is because <laughs> it's so simple but i think more than anything and yeah maybe it's just me y'all let me know i think women we complicate it more than anything because when i talk to jarvis mm-hmm. he's like so direct so blunt. he's like why you care so much about how everybody else he's like that's the thing you overthink it you be trying to think how this person gonna feel if they do this and if you say it this way and reword it and they gonna want you to spend extra time with them and he's like me I just whatever I feel like (laughs) doing I just do it.
1: I'm it's like... So and men are like that. They
2: just do it. And it's like living we trying to morning. think about the outcome of the other person and how they going to feel, if
1: they going to like it or they going to dislike it. It's this going to make them feel sad. this going to make them feel like I'm stepping on their toes. Like, I'm like... Triggered. Triggered. So, <laughs> Triggered. Trigger. This how is, is why we, them? in my opinion, why I manipulate people. Because I'm like, he, they're not going to do it on their own. So <laughs> figure out how to make them do this because mm-hmm. they just not gonna be like, oh let me uh that you know, is
2: true. That is true too.
1: Help her out in the kitchen. Let me pick up my clothes. Let me, you know, wash you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And this, this goes to
2: this goes to what saying, we were talking about yes. before the podcast. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't feel like all manipulation is <laughs> <except laughs> manipulation and when i was me and kobe was talking before the show i was like there's good manipulation and there's bad manipulation <laughs> but the the good manipulation we call it persuasion mm-hmm. we just call it persuasion <laughs> we call it persuasion <laughs> and i think though but being like in a serious note i think you really have to check your motives your intentions yeah. behind it and it goes to what you were saying you were saying um, it's when you communicate out of love, mm-hmm. joy, forgiveness. honesty, yes. and forgiveness, His words. So if your intentions are, I want to come from a forgiving place, a loving place, a place that's going to create joy, of course still with a balance because something to be joy for you and not joy for the person and all that good stuff but like <laughs> just being because it's, it's levels because i don't want people to take it you know because yeah. what we say is is so powerful and i don't want it, it to be saying oh you said it's good to manipulate people it's called persuasion. you know what I, mean? like, <laughs> I
0: was not manipulating you baby i was persuading you you're manipulating
2: right now <laughs> right but that is the world we live in even when you yeah. want to put in a sales pitch you were technically persuading The person as to why they should trust you and buy into your company why they should add this program into their schools or why they should like it's why should you persuade your how can you persuade your students to get all of their work done and so that they can pass this class instead of just coming to class to sleep all day it's just like it's just the world we live in because sometimes and i think this is another one of our superpowers Sometimes the people around you can see the good in you before you can even see it in yourselves. And so what may look feel like manipulation, that's why it's important to be very intentional and have discernment on who you listen to, to, because you want to listen to people that have your best interest at heart. Because if you know they they have your best interests at heart, even if they are persuading, if your mother is persuading, you know she would never do anything intentionally to try to like have you down and out. Like, but not everyone can say the same about their mother, because yeah. you know, yeah. or their father. So you just have to use your better judgment as to who who do you listen to, and have that discernment on. You know, is, does this person have their best interest at heart for me? If they don't, then discern and not to listen to them. If they do even if they are manipulating you, it's most likely for your good, but we'll just say persuading you because that sounds a lot
0: better. Right. I think there really is a huge distinction between persuasion, the truth, and Mm -hmm. manipulation because manipulation I feel like it really is like you really are being coerced to do something (laughs) that you really don't want to do or you're not ready for. Mm -hmm. Um, I could just think about And I ain't saying no names, but I remember just um, being a virgin, and the guy I was talking to was like, it was so stupid. And he (laughs) was like, yeah, I've been having sex dreams. And I was like, oh, oh, about me? And he was like, no, actually, so-and-so, you know, I can't really have sex dreams about someone I never had sex with. Now I know that it's not true because my imagination is very vivid. (laughs) But, um, but... (laughs) But, trying, wow. but, like, I was like, oh, man, and then, I mean, that was just, like, so stupid, but people could really be like, dang, you know what, so he got sex reads about me, I need to lay it down on him before they're ready, or, and just stupid stuff like that, like, right. um, women be saying, like, you know, well, they could um, manipulate you by saying, like, well, this, ah, this is a big manipulation, Is comparison comparing you to someone else, like, well, my mama used does this for me or my ex-girlfriend used to do this, this, and that or this friend, mm-hmm. this person's son is doing this, this, and that trying to, if you have to belittle someone mm-hmm. uh, to play on someone's insecurity or try to make them feel less than, mm-hmm. to do something you want that is manipulation and if somebody's making you feel that way just know that it has nothing to do with you they're trying to manipulate you to do something that mm-hmm. they want it's not about you, you know, that they want for you, how they want you to be seen. And so it's just like if you're feeling that belittled or tr- someone trying to make you feel insecure or you're doing that to someone else, that's when that really crosses over into that manipulation stuff. Because when you're being manipulated, your insecurities are being structured, self-esteem is being slaughtered. Mm. And manipulation is a trap. It's keep, keeping you caged in. Like, I need to manipulate you to make you stay with me. That's why a lot of men or women say, you ain't going to find nobody better than me. I don't know where you going. Things like that. Girl. And so it's just like, when that rhetoric starts to come out, mm. you're being manipulated. Just know that they're manipulating you because they're trying to trap you. And they know that if you're free, that you're going to be better off without them and their dumbass suggestions. <laughs> so, um,
1: Ooh, yeah. a big one, too, is the forgiveness part of it. Like, you say you're forgiving this person, but then you keep bringing up a situation to, like, mm-hmm. you know, you keep milking it. You keep dragging it out so that they can stay in the doghouse so and they can keep, you know, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm.
0: And it's mm-hmm. also the thing that, like, some manipulation can make you feel better about yourself. Like, mm-hmm. I hear people, and I've probably done this before, too, you know, you start to you manipulate your mind talking about another person and what they did wrong to you, why they keep doing this and that. And you either, like you said earlier, you either accept what they're doing or you let it go. But if you're letting it go, you cannot continue to bring that thing up over and over again because you're just making yourself mad and you're making me mad because I keep hearing the same thing. Because you know what you got yourself into.
2: <laughs> but um,
0: but we do that all the time. I probably do that. I can't think. I'm thinking of a situation, but I'm not trying to speak it out because <laughs> it's stupid. But um, it's just like yeah because it's like you were saying earlier it's a choice essentially like you'd be manipulated but it's a choice somewhere there like especially if you say you forgive someone mm. or you accept someone to do something yet you still are back them and trying to impose your beliefs on them mm-hmm. that what is that that's like you are being passive aggressive and you really are still trying to change that person even mm. when they clearly said, this is who I am, you either stay or you leave or whatever. Girl, girl I love how you just broke down all those with <laughs> put
2: them into perspective. Because that, that further proves the point that Kobe had met, stated from the article, mm-hmm. that it's a sickness. Mm-hmm. Think about how that makes that person feel. Like you touched on self-esteem. Yes. Like you literally will start feeling inadequate. Like I'm less than what's wrong with me when you are perfectly and wonderfully made yes and there is nothing wrong with you you are amazing and you will literally start to think like oh i'm not good enough I, oh i'll never find anyone better than me oh i'm too this i'm too mm-hmm. that and it's like you are perfect and you literally run around here thinking oh this person is outdoing me or outshining me and just all the constant guilt trips that this manipulator has placed on you and, and poured into your mind And it's like, it it becomes a sickness because sickness of self-esteem, sickness of the negative thoughts that you're constantly feeding yourself that can cause other like depression. Like it can literally root and sink in so low. Cause I remember feeling so depressed and sad when I wasn't with the person. Of course, when I was with them, I would feel so high and mighty. But then when you're in your silence, like Kobe was saying, when I was by myself, I was feeling like, oh my gosh, this person's out with somebody better than me or, mm-hmm. you know, think, and like feeling like I wasn't pretty enough or I wasn't smart enough. Like all of these things that was wrong with me, like what what could I do better to so this person can put all their attention on me? It was like mm-hmm. nothing I could have done mm-hmm. or should have done or it was all within that person. Like they were missing their blessing and blocking out, blocking Obviously. their, their blessing. It was, it was choosing who's in
0: whose DMs to this day. <laughs> getting red no. like on red
2: and blocks. but okay we gonna we gonna we, don't, we,
1: don't <laughs> we gonna speak I'm just saying
0: though let's just keep it real okay I can't I
2: can't
0: oh my god there was something else I wanted to say but I I remember um, oh yeah just guilt inherently it's like we have to leave guilt behind And know that we're learning Mm -hmm. from our lessons because essentially, we always say this, God wanted us, died on the cross for our sins for for us to live life abundantly with, abundance. And so we put a lot of shame on ourselves, put a lot of guilt on ourselves Mm -hmm. when God died on the cross for our sins because he knew that we were going to (laughs) sin. You know, he knew that we're going to fall short of the glory of God. And so... Hey, die out of the cross for us tonight. I'm saying, go out there and just send, send it up. But mm. I'm saying is, he doesn't want us to build to tear ourselves down. He wants mm. us to know that we have redemption, we have grace, and that we could mess mm. up, get back up, and be the, a better person. Mm. And so, if we
1: conviction,
0: yeah, so yes, it yeah, so if we keep guilting ourselves or putting all this pressure on ourselves and thinking that we're disappointing the Most High, really. Mm. We, he's just saying no like all i want is for you to just bask in my glory mm-hmm. to know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made mm-hmm. and so don't feel guilty of nothing because i made you perfectly who you are i already knew what you were going to do before you were even born when you already knew the wheel that you was going to take even though i said you should mm-hmm. do this but if we're just going to be holding ourselves back if we allow ourselves to feel guilty or we allow mm-hmm. someone else to make us feel guilty you know um, but yeah learn from the guilt the regret the lessons and stuff and then just keep moving forward because each and every person whether you're a man woman whoever you are the prize because you were created and you are a walking living purpose i read on someone's social media they said um, you don't have a purpose you are a purpose meaning like Ooh. if you're here in existence that's you are a purpose you're Living, living breathing purpose that God has placed on earth because it's like I need a purpose here, I need a purpose here, a purpose here. So it's just That's like beautiful. Let's yeah. Ooh.
1: Um, I mean, just feeding off of that, the last thing that I wanna say is just as a person who manipulates, it stems from once being manipulated myself. Mm-hmm. And then also because I don't want to be manipulated, I feel like I have to manipulate the situation mm-hmm. or be in control mm-hmm. of the situation so that I don't Be, you know, become or feel manipulated That is good But um, whether you're the manipulator Or (laughs) you're the person (laughs) Being manipulated um, I just want to say you have the right To be treated with respect You um, have the right to express Your feelings, your opinions And your wants without feeling guilty
2: Mm. You have the
1: right To set your own priorities You have the right to say no Without feeling guilty you have the right to have different opinions than other people and you have the right to create your own happiness. So
0: mm. well, you know we gotta end on that because that was just too good. It hit my whole soul. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: was affirmation right
2: there. Right. That was
1: revelation. Right yes. So
2: <clears throat> what time is it? It's
1: affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation. It's time. Time. It's affirmation. It's affirmation. Time.
2: Hey, y'all, this is your first time tuning in on Soul Feeling Podcast. We always, 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 always in our podcast with a positive affirmation. So, what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are telling yourself. This is how you're transforming your life. How are you transforming your life? Is it for the good, the beauty, the amazingness? Or is it for the negative, bad, demise, and gloominess? I hope it ain't the last one. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say. You gotta speak this thing out loud, y'all. It says, Let the weak say I am strong. So on those days you're feeling weak and not like your best self, still affirm I'm getting better and better. God is creating my path and just guiding me on the most divine way. Um, so it's three of us, and I'm affirming that there's millions, billions, trillions. Fulfillions of y'all tuned in to the soul filling podcast, or just whoever is divinely tuned in,
0: <laughs> which is million, millions, gazillions
2: in <laughs> yes. the aliens, Tom, My millions. Millions. okay?
0: It's so that we meant for everyone, mm-hmm. <laughs> we meant for the trees the birds. <laughs> right?
2: So generations and generations, oh, okay? Generations gonna be watching it. so that's why it's gonna be gazillions. Ooh.
0: Come on, Jack, I keep saying that because <laughs> I was always wondering, like, she kind of going over millions. There. <laughs>
2: There's only like. Don't keep saying. Gotcha. He's gonna I, live he's, on he's, forever. He's, yeah,
0: he's, he's, I ain't never. Not about that. The wow. <laughs> but no wonder you've been saying that. said that. <laughs> <laughs> so my affirmation is: I am healthy.
1: I am acting with a sincere heart.
2: I am boldly speaking my truth
0: Whoo! all of it can i just have all of the affirmations <laughs> let us know your affirmations below if you're watching us on youtube well actually we have comment sections and everything so if you're watching us on spotify okay, actually they don't have a, <laughs> they don't have a comment section <laughs> in spotify but if you listen to us on Soul feeling podcast Wait. <laughs> if you listen to us on SoundCloud, leave a comment. If you listen to us on um YouTube, YouTube leave a comment.
2: Google Play. Uh,
0: Google Play. you can't leave a comment. Oh. So but you can rate us. Uh <laughs> Apple Podcast, you can give us a five-star rating. And if you just want to say something to us, we are always looking at our Twitter, Spot our Facebook, idea. our Instagram. Soul Filling Podcast Everywhere. Ooh. That's S-O-U-L Face F I L L I N G, but y'all already knew that. <laughs> Anyways, we love you guys so much. So, um, bye! The
2: next make